and we back with another episode from the Two Perspectives Podcast. The second episode, hey, well, first off, this your boy 305. And this your girl Mimi. So, just just the, we've got good response on our first episode without even sharing. Like, I hadn't, I hadn't post, uh, like, shared it to Facebook and this is like our second episode from the relationship podcast. So, but when we usually get a podcast, we share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram or whatever, and everything be straight. Things go up. But this this particular one, our first one, we didn't we didn't do none of that. No promotion, no nothing. And we got a real good response. Oh, cool beans. Thank so you for like, the support. Thank you for the support. So people are listening. So shout out to y'all. This is the Two Perspectives Podcast. Uh, it's a family edition. I want to thank everybody for being here who's in the building. Introduce yourselves. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lola. Lola. Lisa. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> who, who you with? You got to talk, <laughs> talk directly into the mic. This is Lisa. Lisa. Okay. And Jazz. Oh. And jazz. So Listen, we, this we're is heavy on the. Uh, so we're heavy on the aliases tonight. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and as y'all can see, I'm outnumbered on the species uh, <laughs> ratio tonight. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> change it up. <laughs> <laughs> that was low. So <laughs> and this is good. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah. Oh, Okay, so on that note, what we're gonna do is like take shots. I appreciate y'all, man. Go ahead. We don't really take shots here, but just on just cause. <laughs> Listen, I've had ten shots already. I'm good. Ew. <laughs> so, how was everybody week? Oh, I'm groovy tonight. Awesome. See, 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 see. This is what. So this is what. So this is what we should have. We should have told you this before the show started. We have a thing where we ask how your week was. You must share something about your week. Everybody' week wasn't good. Everybody's week wasn't great. You know. So this is an opportunity for you to be transparent, and because somebody might be going through something that you're going through at the, you know, at that particular time. And you may have something encouraging to say to them or just let people know they're not out there by themselves. Or even if it was great, what was that great moment? Yeah. What, what was happened? that great moment? Yeah. What something happened? happened on Monday. Something happened on Tuesday. Something happened on Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't just go, it wasn't just good. Good. My week was draining. Okay. Why? What was that draining? What drain? What drained you? What drained me? I ran all week long. Work ran ran, <laughs> ran errands for my friends and family. It was just draining. Right. Um, with COVID, I have family and friends that's in the hospital fighting for their life right now. Um, what is it? The um, the Delta. Yeah, the Delta and the part of the COVID, and, and yeah. then <laughs> I have friends that dealing with life situations and everything. See, so, so that's how that rolls. Great job. Like, <laughs> didn't you say your name was Jazz? Jazz. <laughs> babe, babe, bring your mic down. Bring your mic down. Uh, next. Well, this is Lola. Miss <laughs> Lola. Lola Bunny face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
my week was um it was a bit um stressful because i was um sick a lot um but my thing was not to allow it to take over me but for me to take over it and stay in control so i just made sure that um i tried to give myself as much rest in between and medicate myself <clears throat> stay up on them vitamin c's water vicks vapor rub um anything to keep me from having to turn over and place myself in harm's way with all these people in the hospital with um fighting COVID because you don't know what you may go in there with nothing mm. but come out of there with something right so um i'm still real skeptical about the way that they care caring for people um listening to so many people say how healthy someone was and then all of a sudden they went to the hospital and found out that they had COVID and they died within a day. What the hell are they giving these people? Mm. You just want to blame it on COVID? No, I think that something that they're injecting into them is something that is possibly um, starting something else to activate or they're inputting something that um, their body cannot fight against. So I'm, I'm not all for it. I'm for... Um, natural medication and God play with it. If you want to mm. honey, he is still in control. So don't go out just openly and exposing yourself, but you know, stay prayed up and do what you need to do. Wearing your face mask, dissing as much as possible and um, help your own health by taking your vitamins and drinking your water and, and eating properly and so forth. So, and get the rest that you need. So all right, see, yeah, right. that's been my week. <laughs> uh, Lisa, Allison, I mean, Lisa, <laughs> you're getting ready to mess this up. How was your week, cuz? Very challenging, but turned out joyous. Started out with a family problem that I was not prepared for, and it really took a toll on me. But in the end, I got the results I was wanting since January. And I thank God that it was on the same day that I was in sadness that turned into joy. And that's all I got to say. Amen. That's nice. Oh, man. So... For the people who don't know what she's talking about, I don't know what the hell she's talking about either. So, <laughs> but don't need to elaborate. Because if I go into detail, more people will know who this really is. So, dude, this is all right. So, and, and for the people, and for the people who don't know, because you hear my wife with this with this sarcastic tone about what she's saying. This is my wife's road dog, Ace Boom Coon. <laughs> like, been through the foam and the dirt. <laughs> not the foam, not the foam. Please don't go into the foam. <laughs> so, uh, you guys understand? Oh, no. uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so hopefully we gonna we gonna get to that a little bit later. Cause yeah, so 
So when when Lisa is not trying to, to disclose everything, and my wife is being sarcastic at that point, she's because she knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi. Mimi, tell it then. <laughs> no, we we, no. We, we we can hit it. We can hit it straight from the horse's mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but okay, so anyways, how was your week, sweetie? Um <laughs> my week, listen, I'm gonna say this. Wives, 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 support your husbands in all that they do. I promise you, you will reap the benefits. Um, my husband owns a mobile detail business, and yes, this man. week I spent my time detailing cars while my husband was working his nine to five. Um, so I did cars this week. I mowed the lawn this week. Um, I don't believe in gender roles. I believe in being supportive in whatever area needs be. I'm my paying nigga. for the. I'm paying for all of that now. <laughs> 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 nigga been on. Motrin 800s, but um, and all in all, I understand that later on I reap the benefits. Um, prepare myself to get back into um, not only school for myself, but getting back into this going back into the school building and teaching children. So, this week has been trying to prepare mentally and physically, um, to return back to school next week. and um, so all in all, my week was very, very structured and busy, not to mention being with family, um, for the past few days. So, yeah. right, 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 right. I mean, that's dope, especially, you know, doing everything that you were doing for your family and with your family, especially these drunken games and things you got going <gasps> on. So, yeah, man. So, I mean. And, you know, thanks for asking, even though you didn't ask, because you're the A plus B mic, and you don't even know how to. But I'm going to teach you. Don't worry about it. My week. <laughs> so, five, how was your week? That's how you do that. You see how you do that? <laughs> oh, man, my week was all right, man. Like, work was, work was everything. And then, like you said, being a fact, my job, it allows us to come in at least from five to five. So I don't come in from five to five. I probably get there an hour early. I'm supposed to start at eight. I get that seven, six thirty sometimes. Just to just to show you that I will do some type of overtime. You know what I'm saying? And I get that seven or whatnot. And I still be tired as hell. And then still knowing that we do have a, a mobile detail business that we run. And knowing that we got cars after work, I be tired, tired. So coming home on a day, be like, all right, babe, you ready to go? Because it is, you know, when people used to be like, well, it's hard to find good help these days. It literally is. That is that is the truth. To find somebody to help us wash these cars, to help us produce these podcasts. I, 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 I literally told my stepson, hey, man, you come here and do exactly what I'm doing, set this stuff up, whatever, man, I pay you. Nigga ain't showed up at all. <laughs> Not one time. You know what I'm saying? He just but, said, I'll be there tomorrow because I got to set up. So, so 
and it's just us. It's literally just me and my wife. We we do everything. We wash cars. We do this. It's just we still us. have a nine to five. Exactly. So I come home. I don't know whether it was it Wednesday, was Tuesday. Tuesday. I say, babe, come on. She say, come on for what? I'm like, well, we got to go do such and such car. She like, man, I already did that car. The people are, <laughs> now mind you, I done been to work all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? So in my mind, I'm like, yo, bro, what is you doing? Don't do that. Like, you're going to be out there yourself. Like, what type of man am I to have my wife out there washing the car in the heat by herself? Like, in my mind, I'm like, that's fucked up. Bro, you tripping. So I'm like, it's hard to find good help these days, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I got to get somebody. In my mind, I'm like, I got to get somebody to help us. Because I can't have her out there doing that. She already be out there washing cars with me. She shouldn't be doing that. But hell, whatever. But then I'm like, damn. It's partnership. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then and then niggas could be, could be like, because to me, my, my, I'm attracted to my wife. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. N- nothing about it. This, I'm attracted to my wife. But you can, I know there's other attractive women in the world. And then it could be like, damn, she attractive. But that bitch ain't gonna get out there and wash no car for me. <laughs> <laughs> she's just delicious. She's just a man. <laughs> so so knowing that, just like I've been thinking about that, like, damn, just I was really in appreciation of that. I haven't told you this, but there's just things that I was going through my mind this week. When I just call you and I just think about it, I'd be like, babe, I love you. Just for real. I I, I, I really do, though. You know, that's real good when you can recognize what you have and appreciate the value in it. Right, right, right. You know, and everybody can't. They know that that they have somebody good, but they don't always appreciate it until somebody else steps up. Right. Mm. Then that's when they want to act like they're so much involved and, and care so much. But it shouldn't take another person to step in for you to show your love and affection for a person and how right. much you really appreciate them. Um, too many people, they, they do that. And it's like, they always want something, but they don't want to make the sacrifices. So when you know that you got something good, you have to um, make sure that you put forth the efforts to make sure that they know that they're appreciating everything. Cause everybody don't feel their appreciation. They just do what they do because they love the one that they're with. Right. But it doesn't mean that the person that they're with always show them the same love. Hmm. That's why me, I'm single. But um, just because Joe Blow try to holler at me, you can try to um, throw anything at me, talking about what you do and um, how much you adore me, whatever. You know what? People talk, but they don't know how to walk. Right. Hmm. And so I hear all that buzzing in the back of my head. Because right. I'm not even listening. You don't even know I'm I'm turned off. Right. Because you didn't talk too damn much. And I just see it. So that's one of the hardest things um, when when trying to date or find someone to date is because people try to present someone that they're really not in the beginning. And if you just listen closely, it don't take much for a fool to reveal himself. Mm. They're talking at noise. Mm-hmm. They want to say what they think you want to hear. Right. But I'm listening for genuine words. And you can see a person and where they're going. Many guys, they can't hold on without saying something 
sexual, some type of sexual gesture. We can't have a conversation without you talking about my behind or something in the bedroom. Hold on now. Hold on. Let me push back a little bit on okay. that. <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. Because, I mean, just talking about that, I want I want to say like on the first on the first aspects of just talking, right? But the uh, <clears throat> that's what attracted a man to you. Well, I mean, that shouldn't necessarily be so. Be attracted to my mind. It's not like I don't have one. Hold up. Because I know that when you want, when you think of being attracted to someone, you think of looks. Looks isn't everything. Right. You can true. be the finest person. No, you could be the finest person, but a dumb motherfucker. That's some shit you don't want to get involved with. But mm. I, at, at the at the same time, I'm, and I'm just at the same time when you have not, <laughs> when you have not, and I don't even know how we got here. But when you have not, that's the beautiful thing about podcasting. But when you have not, if I'm in the grocery store, something had to appeal him, had to make him, make me appeal to him for him to even say something to me. But I understand what you're saying. His conversation should not be what physically appealed him, what physically appealed me to him. Like, don't talk about my breast and my behind. That may have attracted you, but let's not get there. Obviously, I seen something in you too because I gave you the moment. No, you seen I wasn't ugly. Okay, but I'm not going to express that to you. Oh, well, I'm gonna talk to you because you ain't ugly. No, see, no, no, I'm no, not. No, gonna no. I'm going to express that to you. I'm gonna say you. You gonna say, well, what attracted me to you? You ain't ugly. But that's after we have had a discussion. That's what she's saying. That's after we have talked. Now you can reveal that to me once we no, have no, conversed. That's when we yeah, talk. but that's what right I'm saying. We can't even get started without yeah, you wanting to yeah. talk about because see, when a guy first see me, nine times out of ten he see me coming. So the you're gonna see the features forward. My behind visual. is behind me. Men are visual. My behind yes, is behind men, me. Men are visual, and I get um, I get I get reactions from the from you know. Just face forward. Don't get me wrong, because I'm not ugly. I'm not the most beautiful, but I'm not ugly. But however, you let me walk away. Then it's an God damn. Up in that bitch, you will never. I feel your never. I feel your head. You ruined it. I mean, if that is what is attractive, sometimes I think that something should be um kept undercover. At, 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 least at least until we are. Talk. Hey, you know. So you know, I I see. I I see my husband. When I met my husband. I show you. When I met my husband. Look at this shit. Well, on two protects. <laughs> So <laughs> it goes down on two perspectives. Uh, we we trying to keep it together. So keep it going, baby. Keep it going, baby. Keep it going. So you know, as as far as you met your husband, that's what you were saying. Yeah, as far as all of that. But when I met, when I originally met my husband, um, my husband is, and I've, I've said this before, my husband is everything that I'm not accustomed to. My husband, n- n- number one thing. 
My husband is younger than me. My husband is short. My husband is, you know, there's those are things that I'm not accustomed accustomed to or whatever. So um, you know, so with all of that being if all of that being with all of that being said, you know, so for me, it wasn't Oh, he attractive. That wasn't it. You know, that wasn't it for me. All because shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. So I ain't got to, but see, you're right. Then you may have been attractive, and you might have been that guy. But that's when you were dealing with little girls. I'm a woman. I was a woman that had my Say own. That. Stuff. Say that. I could care less okay. what you look like or whatever. What can you bring to the table to help me? Boop. Because I'm holding my own. Right. But right. this is the thing with my husband. At that particular time, my husband didn't have anything. But his charisma, me. his charisma. Right. <laughs> and <clears throat> my husband's charisma is what attracted me to him. But at the same time, it was like a year. It was maybe about a year, maybe two years before I really was like, you know what? He all right. But he was a lot of potential in him. And that was that's what attracted me to him. There was potential there. There was potential there. And then he was there doing some trying times of my life. So my husband has been with me. Listen, through the loss of an infant, he's been. He's been Don't with me, me like through. He has been through. Um, he has been through me with the death of my grandfather. Now, mind you, when I met my husband, I had just lost my father six weeks prior. He had just lost his mother six months prior. Wow! So he's been through me through the loss of my grandfather. Then he was with me through the sudden loss of my grandmother. Then he turned around and was with me through the loss of my stepmother. So he's been with me through so much, you know, um, yeah, a lot of hardships, like to the point of running away from evictions. Like, all right, we got to pack up and get up out of here. So now I reap the benefits, huh? I reap the benefits of all of those hardships, Mm. even even uh, I could give you a great example. This week, I just shared with you guys, I went and washed cars. You know, it wasn't for my husband. It was for the business. You know right. what I'm saying? Because our word is everything. Right. Our word and our work is everything. We right. say we're going to. And my thing was, was that I didn't want my husband coming home from work. Me and my son are here. And he got to come home and work again. No, they ain't going to work for me. That's just not going to work for me. And in the midst of me sacrificing that, because I didn't have to get up, as he stated, he was ready to go. Right. I was laying in the bed, had the shower. I was ready for bed at 5, 10 p.m. He said, you ready to go? Go where? He said, oh, we got so-and-so car. No, we don't. I done did that car. He said, well, all right, then. Me and my husband, when it got dinner, we came back. We had a bill that needed to be paid. They told us one amount to pay the bill. When I went to go pay the bill today, that's not the amount it was. It was a whole nother $175 more. 
God placed somebody within our path that paid that bill for us. Mm. And I all I honestly, and I had to share that with my husband. I honestly believe that was because of the sacrifice that I made that that person was in position exactly. to be get get this now. Exactly. That person ain't working. Mm. That person is not working. And this, and the thing is about all of that is that that person didn't have to do it. That person told me to get off the phone, stop arguing. How much the bill is, we gonna pay the bill. See, that's God. And that's how he moves in your life. So what he does a lot of time is he tests us to see what our faith is Mm. and how loyal we are to not only him, but who we're with. And And see, men miss that. Men miss that, Lola. Men, men miss the blessings that women provide for them. And when, when the disrespect is that getting back to your original point about being, uh, aggressive in that manner, right? You miss out on what God has for you because you too busy worrying about what I can do for you in a whole nother realm. I could do so much more for you. Do you not know that I can make love better to you when I love you in a whole different way? Exactly. Like men don't get it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And I like the way that you rolled that back around, but I just want to spin back off of what you said, um, what you did in effort, you know, in helping your husband, because if he wears himself out, what does that benefit you? It's no good. Your it's household. No good. Right. Because when he's burnt down and he can't do anything, you can't get a dead body up off the uh, off the bed, huh? Mm. Right. And he don't have to be literally dead. But when you're down, because God will take you there. Right. Because a lot of times he tells us to stop and rest. Always. To allow certain things to go. Mm. And especially when you have the needed help right there willing and able it's a difference so if you're obedient to god you see things work in your path that you never imagined right but see god works in mysterious ways so anything that happens it happened for a reason Mm. so we have to um take the time to also be grateful to him and thank him thank him in advance you don't see it coming but thank him in advance. Right. And so therefore, when you're able to act on something, you know that, okay, my, my man is at work and you know, he's busting it. I know he's tired. Let me do this to help us out because I don't want him to be that dog tired because guess what? He still got another day that he have to roll with. And you can't keep rolling with the same amount of energy if you're doing so much in a day, we know that none of us are Superman or Superwoman, but you know, you give what you got, especially when it is available, so that therefore you can appreciate one another throughout the test of times. So, yeah, but definitely when. To me, when when a man is approaching uh, a female, it's, you're starting off with a general conversation. Your general conversation should not be about a person's physique. Obviously, they can't be looking that doggone bad because okay, back, you're talking. We back here. We so sure is because I said we, I was going to roll back around. We back, we back. So somebody who doesn't know you, 
because this is this is this is uh, a problem in today's society. Because you're you, like you said, you're single. You feel what I'm saying? So approaching women, these guys they have a problem. For somebody who doesn't know you, who hasn't seen you before, how are they to how are they to know what your mind is about? Something oh, had to yeah, make them you, approach you. You can have a general conversation. Yeah, you start off about the weather or something about the, all that is going on inside. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on, can we talk like we got conversation? Everybody, you first can, question need to be a first of you all, you vaccinated. But my thing is, is if you gotta uh, uh, start off a conversation with me and it's gotta be sexual. It's right. gotta be. About, it ain't got to be sexual. It is sexual if you talking about my ass, right? No, but if I, it, but if it, <laughs> if thighs. a man if a man <laughs> is say, yeah, but if a man if if a man says yo, because when I met my wife, I said yo, no, my didn't. game my game was my game was yo. Um, you didn't say yo to me because you would not be married if you would have said yo. I wouldn't to me. say I ain't say yo, but what I'm saying is what I said was, hey, how you doing? My name, my name Champ. She said, "Oh, what you? Your name ain't Champ. What's your name?" I said, "My name Champion. Champ, Champ for short, sure. whatever." She said, "Well, no, yeah, ain't what your mama named you." I said, "My name Kenyatta. Boom. That let me know I'm dealing with a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? No problem. Let her know my name Kenyatta." I said, "Yo, I ain't got no game. Let me get your number, and I'm gonna call you later. Plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? It was short and to the point. It wasn't the fact I, I don't know her." I, it, 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 it isn't like it isn't like I don't know her her mind. She looks good. Okay, but you don't expect for nobody to know you right off the bat. Give me a second. Right? Give me a second. Okay. We're gonna be right back from the Two Perspectives podcast. This is just got good. Bang bang. And we back with this. With and Layla is lit. Yeah 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 yeah. Because I was five done pissed her off. No, because I was just simply explaining. Hey man, don't nobody know you to be saying hey. Yo, you got a beautiful mind and all this other stuff. No. Okay, but don't find so much you allowed yourself to know me. Hold on, listen. Yo, baby. I'm talking to my wife. Baby, you got a fat ass. I like it. (laughs) Bro, we've been married for four years. Oh, but, 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 but what I'm saying, say but, when you first no, 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 but I, but what okay. I'm saying is, no, I didn't take be, that butt and sit on it. I, I didn't, I didn't beat around the bush. Like I said, my, my example, my example was, yo, I don't got no game. I said it's verbatim. I ain't got no game. Let me get your number. I'm gonna call you later and we're gonna talk. Okay, but still, within that, that was nothing, no sexual contact. Uh, um, Conversation at all? So no, was, within within so a couple then, of t- within a couple of times, I will say this: within a couple of times of talking or whatever, he never really said anything out of the way. It was a it was a few weeks before he even said anything remotely sexual. Like it was, but, it was. She's but she yeah, asked. But she up, asked but, me. She asked me. She said, "What? What attracted you to me?" I said, "You're not ugly." Okay, but my Plain thing is, simple. that's my that's my point. If you were ugly, I wouldn't at have said least, nothing to you. At least he allowed conversation to take to place. Take place before. And he, so, 
you get to know a person. So because you don't know me right off the bat, you want to start talking about, no, that's disrespectful. Act like you know me. Show some damn respect because a real man is not going to come at a woman, a lady like that. Okay. You're going to direct your conversation as if we were. So yeah, for a moment, it'd be like, it'd be like me saying, Hey, what's up? Yo did little like and I'm a- dude, you ain't got that much bulge in the in the front of uh, right. Is it where your gray sweatpants at? Yo, bro, bro, bro. Yeah, you're gonna be fucking with a nigga ego by then, dog. <laughs> Niggas is not gonna wanna hear that. Right, but it's something that's sexual. That's sexual. That's that's sexual. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. That's uh-huh. Uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. So that's that is the same thing. That's like me coming at you. Okay, you looking at me. That's like me coming at you and be like, damn, your dick big. You're going to be looking at me like I'm retarded. Like, how you know my dick big? And then you got those those niggas that's just going to whip out on your ass and then you're going to be feeling disrespectful. Well, no, and then you already know that's all that they're really about. Right. Mm -hmm. Because a real man is not going to be that type of attractive to a real lady. Mm. Okay? Because he figured that's some quick ass that he can get listen and that's something that he can hit around on and that's how that's going to roll my dad my dad told me something my dad said a man is attracted to a woman who carries herself well Mm. it's not necessarily a man he told me he said a man wants an attractive woman that carries herself well he said please understand that attractiveness is your persona how you carry yourself you cannot he said you can see a woman from the back and she's walking beautiful walk she turned around you are attracted to how she's carried herself right not necessarily she may not have the biggest butt but because she carried herself a certain way it made you want it made you want to tap her on her shoulder and say hey what's up she could turn around look like mcgilla gorilla but what attracted you initially was how that person carried herself. So, and I was always taught the way I was raised is a man is attracted to looks and a woman is attracted to security. This is true. Men are visual. So a man will look at a woman. That's why you got couples You'd be like, what the hell? What is going on? The man could be the ugliest thing alive and his wife be so beautiful. And you trying to figure out how how did that happen? Guess what? Nine times out of 10, that ugly man, you say to yourself, why all the ugly men? Was that you that said Uh that? Why all the ugly men? Got so much, and then the ones that look like something they don't have nothing. Because the niggas ain't because the Once niggas again, ain't worried about nothing. Security has attracted mm. that woman. Oh, he got a good job. He got good credit. He driving nice. I need Lisa to wake up because she was hyped for this podcast. So I need her to wake up oh, and pull damn, herself together. I think we born her like pastor in the uh Oh my god. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's all of those it's it's all of those attributes that women are attracted to. You can 
And I'm going to say this. Mics are on so my husband can't get mad. When I was single, that was something that I looked at. What did you drive? Mm. And what did you look like? As far as how you dress, you could be the ugliest son bitch in the whole wide world, but your shoes was clean, you was dressed nice, and you drove a nice car. I gave you time of day mm. because <laughs> because that showed me you had something, and you can match at least halfway what I got. I learned something though. There was no security in that. Because that was a nigga with a car, money. Nine times out of ten, he maybe had a job. He may not. Could have been his it's a, his baby mama car, right? Exactly. <laughs> and they but you always know, have money. But I was I was a person that could peep that stuff. I was ve- I'm very observant when it comes to listening. Very very. Me and my cousin, I say when I say hang tight, hang tight. Like, I had a nigga for this, I had a nigga for that, I had a nigga for this, and I had a nigga for that. Like, I done had niggas walk on top of my car. Barefoot. Why are you walking on top of, like, footprints on top of my car? In her yard. How you, where you come from? How did you even know I, where I was? Like, you done tried to get in my car. Stop Like, mud. Like, mud I couldn't get out. On my whatever he had on his feet, I couldn't get it off the car. She know she's sitting right here. She knows I'm not lying. Like just so 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 stop it. So stop it. Who was this nigga? What happened? happened? He's deceased now. But Uh, I mean, okay, yeah. I one thing I don't want to do is kick a dead man's back in. You know what I'm saying? But you know you can't tell. (laughs) You can't tell a story. What happened? Like and, and and be truthful. What really happened? So you told this nigga that something that it really no, wasn't. Listen, was, no, 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 no. That's not let. That's not what happened. So what happened? It was a dude I was dealing with. I found out that dude was dealing with somebody else as well. Not a baby mama. He just was dealing with another chick. Like him and the chick was living together. This that. But like I said, I was talking to other people myself, so I really didn't. But you put that pussy on him, though. No, me and him actually hadn't did anything. This nigga ain't walk on your car and you ain't fucking. Listen, we had not did. Listen, you don't understand the foolishness. I had not did anything with this guy yet. Oh, what you was thinking? (laughs) You you said yet. Go ahead. No, I hadn't did anything with this guy yet. What's up? Because I was dealing with somebody else, counting on the heavy side. He was he was just um. A paymaster. To be honest, he was just a paymaster. He drove nice. He dressed nice. He had quick money. He was a paymaster. And I hadn't known him that long. But I found out that he was dealing with somebody. Not only that, I'm going to be honest. I asked for some money. He did not give it to me. So what did I do? I didn't answer my phone when he started calling. Mm. This went on for two days. I wouldn't answer my phone. I asked you for something. You couldn't give it to me. Mm. So I got it from somewhere else. I don't need you. You were expendable at that time. Mm. That's what type of time that I was on at that particular moment. I don't need you. You couldn't give me what I want. You've been giving me what I want. Mm. So now you're starting to ask for things in return that I'm not willing to give you. Hence, I had not fucked him yet. So 
when he didn't give you no money night go ahead so i hadn't i hadn't you know did anything with him so we i wouldn't answer his calls i'm talking about showed up to the house or whatever wouldn't answer the door my car in the yard i wouldn't answer the door he called him my little brother went to the door and said oh she not here he said oh all right then I come back through. My brother said, well, call her before you come back through because I think she went to work. He said, all right, I'm in the room. Hear the whole conversation. The next day, I went to work. At that time, I was working at a child care center. I went to work. I came home. Me and my cousin say, hey, we going out tonight. We, My cousin, I left my car at my cousin's house because at that particular point, I don't need you seeing me riding nowhere. Cause I don't need you stopping me or nothing. That particular time, I hung around certain people in certain areas. Me and her go out. I told her, I bet this nigga following me. We got up the next morning. My car was full of dirt, footprints, handprints. It was some stuff on my, and I couldn't get stuff off. It was like female. I don't know what it was. It wasn't cement. It was it, it wasn't cement. My car had oil on the windshield. Like just dumb stuff. Like what what are you doing? And you ain't fucked this nigga? I did not. My is- husband I'm fake fake acting like he gonna commit suicide. Him oh, right now. Oh, we not gonna tell that. We are gonna tell that. So what I'm gonna do is bring the people back into the podcast. <laughs> and I'm gonna just get to some uh to some, to, to I got some a real quick stuff. one. What's the craziest thing a nigga ever did to prove, not to prove his love, but to prove that he ain't uh, want you to go nowhere? Niggas, block my driveway. Go ahead, go block ahead. my driveway. Tell the story. He was living with his baby mama. He parked his baby's mama's car to block my driveway so I couldn't go anywhere. I mean, actually, like parked her car in the street. Well, couldn't nobody cut? It was like one of those narrow streets, like, and he bar- and my neighbor had to say, "Hey, dog, I'm trying to get out." And he was like, "You gonna um, you can pull up in the driveway." He was like, "Nah, I'm good." And he stayed there all night long to like five something in the morning, and he actually woke up in her car and went to work. So oh, what wow. happened though? Like to make him react like like like, like, that. like, like yeah, it, he ain't just do that for no reason. Yes. I mean, y- y'all was, you know how they put on for the book. Y'all supposed to be so happy, so in love. And I was like, so you was so, so you was the side chick? No, I wasn't the side chick. You was the weekend? No, I, I wasn't even in that for a week. Oh. Wow. He was just stalking me. Oh, wow. And I was like, if I had her Facebook page, I would have said, could you come get your old man to move out of the way with your car? I you know. ain't blocked your driveway for, I, I don't believe it. No. He was. He was. No. I actually went to the car, took pictures, went all. I could have went through her dashboard. I see oh, her name, wow. all her insurance paper. If I could have, I could have got her keys and went to her house and walked through her house. So y'all. Oh wow. So y'all wasn't fucking. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, I don't have time for food tonight. I, I'm right. single too. Next question. Oh. All right, next person, because I don't believe it. Well, You're not gonna say that, Lisa. I want to hear your crazy story. Okay, give me one. Give us one. And, and I, talk, I know the story, but give me one. And talk on the mic, please. 
Okay, we're gonna come back. This is gonna be good. She sat up. You you no, can take it really. out. You can take the mic out. Well, um, I do like to date older men. And so I dated this um older man uh back in 2016. And um we had dated for a minute prior to then um What's older? This Let's break that down. What's older? Like 20 years older than me? Sugar daddy. Call it what you want, honey. Call it what you want. AARP daddy. (laughs) Call it what you want. That shit too. But however, um, anyway. Um this brother man wanted to be controlling. And what you can't do is control Lola. Okay. No, because I'm an independent woman and I don't need no one to act like you putting it down like that. So anyway, um, I ended up breaking up with him and it's really funny that like we broke up in twenty beginning of twenty seventeen and here it is twenty twenty one. And I'm in my yard washing my car. And I hear this car slowly creeping up behind. I turn around. I look in this mother's face. You don't know nobody in my neighborhood. Why are you rolling down the street? And then you're going to try to act like you don't see nobody. <laughs> and I had called him like two two or three times. And my daughter called him um, before coming down the street. As well. It's like, why, why, are you, why are you stalking me? So this that, would never be. So what's the so what's the craziest thing a dude ever did to prove they wanted you or like you know him stalking you? That was that's the craziest thing. Or, that, to me, that was like, crazy because he need to get on. Hmm. Don't stalk me, honey, because you had your chance. Five. What was the craziest thing you? Oh, okay. Oh, 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 come bad. on, Lisa. Didn't see. She ain't see you. Go ahead. There you I go. didn't. Maybe she. May... My oh. craziest go story. Ahead. I was dating a guy, and we eventually broke up because he caught me with someone else. This nigga. So he decides he wants to come to my house and talk to me. So. Naturally, I go outside and we talk. He decides he's going to grab me in the middle of the street and wait for a car to come by so he can run both of us over. (laughs) (laughs) So is that crazy or what? Uh, Keep going. What happened? What happened? Eventually, I got away from him. He was still standing in the street. And he ain't. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. And to this day, this guy still tries to, to find and talk to me. Y'all was fucking? Of course. Exactly. I don't believe I don't of believe course. none of y'all other ones who said y'all wasn't fucking. But I, this person, no. I was not. I was not. I was not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not lying. But this wasn't my boyfriend. Lisa. And no, no people didn't like him. Right. 
And I was at that time a little materialistic mm. because he drove a Cadillac. He had his own place. Take a drove a Cadillac? What? And I mean... A Cadillac the, what? I don't remember because it was, it was so long ago, but it was the, the top of the line one at that time. With a diamond in the I was, I was. I had just got out of high school. No, I think I might have been still in high school. So, of course, I didn't have a car. So oh, this shit. dude would take me back and forth to school. And I did. I dated older guys, but they were only maybe anywhere from two to four years older than me. What's, what's the crazy story for you? Has What's the craziest thing a girl ever did to you because of your dumbness? Uh, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Uh, oh, man. I done been through. I done been through a lot. Dang, I don't want to have a dead moment. You got a story? Go ahead. Yeah, I do have a story. I have a couple. So my husband actually was the craziest person I ever dealt with. Oh, my goodness. So me and him got, this is what happened. We got into an argument on the way home one night. (laughs) He hops out of the car on Collins Road. You know, the new exit for Collins Road where the Walmart and everything is? They were not finished with that. Matter of fact, Walmart was not even there. That's just how long me and my husband have been together. Walmart was not even there yet. They were starting the foundation for that. So he hops out of the car right there. We lived on the other side of Collins Road in some apartments at the very end of Collins Road. Collins Road. You know, you cross over Blandon and Collins Road go down all the way to 17. We stayed and stuff like that. So we stayed a maybe I don't know. We stayed right at 17. He walked from Collins Road to where we stayed at that time. The next door neighbor was outside and we were standing outside talking. The next door neighbor just so happened to be a man. So he was talking, asking, was I all right? Because I was in and out the house on the phone, da 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 He asked me, am I, yeah, everything okay. Who comes bopping around the corner? El crazy, though. So he come around. So I go in the house. I was like, hey, I'll talk with you later. Thank you for checking on me. I'll talk with you later. I go in the house. Pop, 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 pop. What the? I wouldn't open the door because he was livid. So I, he wouldn't chill. So I finally opened the door. I opened the door. I went up. We stayed in a townhouse. I went upstairs. Y'all, he cracked it up. Listen. So I went upstairs and I went in the room and I closed the door. So when I closed the door, um, I called. He, he was like, he was threatening to hurt himself. So at this point, <laughs> at this point, I've gotten scared. Because he has said before, like, my husband went through a very low point in his life. Like, one time we broke up, and he was like, he sent me a message. Oh, I might as well just jump out the bridge. All right, you know, go, stuff. go, go, go. No, go, no, no, go, no, no. We got to tell people how far you've come. So, we went. Uh, so, anyways, I ended up calling an emergency number. 
I called the non-emergency number. The lady said, well, let me just transfer you over to 911. So she transferred me over to 911. I was like, hey, y'all, you know, I'm scared. My boyfriend is threatening to hurt himself because I'm breaking up with him. I don't want to be with him. And he's threatening to stab himself. So the officer asked me where he was or whatever like that. He had, By this time, he hadn't gotten in the room. So he in the room. He's holding his shirt like this. So I said, I think he hurt himself. I think he hurt himself. Long story short, he got back downstairs somewhere or another when he said when he realized I was on the phone with the police. I think that's what it was. He went outside and sat on the back porch. So when he went outside and sat on the back porch, um, the police end up coming. He takes off running. He shoots through the townhouses. So the police go after him. They get him. Mind you, I think I done saw, remember I told you he's on the shirt? Yeah. I was like, I think he stabbed himself because I thought I saw blood. <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all, listen. So, I'm like, okay. I, You know, I'm scared at this point. Hey, oh. I was like, I don't want him to hurt me. You know, I'm, I'm scared at this point. So, he got a knife. Dummy, look at the knife. I didn't ever look at the knife. So, the police finally got him down to the ground or whatever. I say be careful with him because I think he's hurt himself. So the police got him, put him in the car. He came to the door. Because I'm saying the door. He came to the door. He say, ma'am, he hasn't hurt himself. I say, yes, he did. I think he stabbed himself. Or whatever. He say, ma'am, that's ketchup. I could have killed him. I slammed my door. I said, get the fuck off my door, Really? You said. So he had to go stay to MHRC because he acted like a nut. And I think that was the craziest. I think that was the craziest thing he's done. My husband has sat on my car to keep me from going somewhere. Like we riding through the apartments and joking, jerking back and forth because he was like his family running outside. Like, get off the car, get off the car, get off the car. Let that girl go. Let that girl go. He done threw my keys in the field. Like Why we. Did he do that? That's my question. Why? Did he do that? Because I was immature and egotistical and didn't know how to deal with my anger that I was going through. See, that's what we need to. We need to get that part. I mean, that's true. That's what it was. Yeah. It, so it me coming home, looking looking at this nigga talking to my wife as well at the time my girlfriend as we just been arguing and stuff. No, I ain't like that. Who do who? Tell this nigga to go in the house. We finna I'm finna fight this nigga now. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, what the hell is going on? Y'all fucking. No, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, like that was definitely insecurity, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely what it was. And then, like she say, like I had done said, well, I'm gonna kill myself. I had done got the ketchup, put it on the shirt. <laughs> so once I got the ketchup, it went like, uh, yeah. Uh, she called the police. He don't play it at all. No. They should have. They should have um locked you in a um <laughs> room for no, a damn. Food I to put, and then I wouldn't go get him. I wouldn't answer the phone. I wouldn't go get him. I wouldn't answer the phone. It was the next day before I answered the phone. He was at his cousin's house before I answered the phone. Uh, yeah. Like the stuff that we have gone through. It's like that's gross. Exactly. Like you, you would be surprised at the stuff. That we have gone through as just boyfriend and girlfriend, like breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, breaking up. Finally, when I was just tired, 
ain't breaking up with you no more. So what you gonna do? You gonna stay here and act right, or you gonna stay here and act right? What you gonna do? Them only two choices you got. Oh man. But you know, it's as as a married woman being at, at, at one point spending a lot of time being a single woman, it was a lot. I wanted to touch bases on dating while having children. I see a lot of stuff online where they talk about, oh, I would never choose a man over my child. But they forget that children grow up and children are not children always. And these children now... No, you got to just talk it to the mic. Just hold your mic These children now, they be okay with it. I mean, that's the topic in school at the age of eight. Oh, you got a stepmom? I don't like my stepmom. You got a stepdad? I love my stepdad. I mean, they they own it now. It's like, I was like, we didn't even talk about stuff when we was that young. That wasn't the topic that we talked about. It was all all about school and playing. Right. But they, um, my daughter received a text message from one of her classmates last year. She going to the fourth, and he was telling her that he wanted to end his life because mm. his mama changed when she married his stepdad. It's like the me time that he had with his mom was going out the wall, um, out the window, and that everything was wrapped around his stepdad. And it's like him and his mom didn't have a life anymore. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's really sad. But he in the third grade, and he wrote all this in a text message, and he sent it out like a dumb children are smart. He sent it to his friends, my daughter and two other girls. Like I was just telling in about the group you, chat. The shorty just earlier. Go ahead. Go ahead. He sent it to her in a group chat, and she was like, "Oh, mom, read," because I have a relationship with my daughter. She gonna show me everything, and she was like, "Look what Julian, you know." text me and I was like oh my god why how could a third grader feel this way and be so expressive in a text message saying mm-hmm. that's what he feels that's, that's different when because that's a child so you have to be careful about the switch up with doing that when your child is 13 and it's just been you and him for 13 years and then there's an addition to the household like I could be very transparent. My child had a very and is having still a very hard time knowing his place and role in my life because he spent the majority of his life with it just being me and him. And then when my husband decided to stand up and fly right, it's hard for him to accept the new authoritative role that my husband has taken in position in our lives now because what I just described is what my son witnessed at first not really witnessed but he had some interaction with that at first damn that's crazy for that and he has not yet to let that go I'm able to let that go but you have to think about that that was impressionable to a child at that time I just just seen that so he, he had he had that perception of him, Damn, but he his my, his the immaturity of his mind has not seen that. Dang, that ain't the same dude no more. Mm. That's not him. Like, mm. but in his mind, it's still that same image that was 
that was portrayed to him. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back on the Two Perspectives podcast with GSPN, Gosh, I State Podcast Network. Bang. Bang. And we back for the Two Perspective Podcast on the Gunshot State Podcast Network, the family edition. Um, we were just sitting here talking about a quote. Oh, you want to get back to... Uh... No, I just wanted to... Um, we just could close out this segment. We were just discussing about, you know, the comments about people saying, I would never choose a man over my child. Just being clear that you don't choose men over your children. You you don't choose men over your children. Now you choose you could choose a man over your child, your son or your daughter. If they're of age, you're not going to dictate my happiness. You're you're not you're not going to do that. And I think sometimes as women, we forget that our happiness matters too. That we get so caught up within raising children, especially single mothers. We raise children Mama and then we life too. <laughs> and then we forget. When I met my husband, my son was 13. Once again, as I stated, it was it was nobody but me and him. And then the his first few couple of years of impressions of my husband were not the best Damn. impression. But regardless of the fact, as I stated, our children, my friend, because he he says that I chose Kenny over him. But as I told him, no matter who I would have dated or who I would have decided to put within my life, and he named somebody, he said, oh, I liked him. But that's not who that who God designed for me. Once again, the immaturity of his mind does not understand that concept because you like that person don't, didn't make that person right for me. So go ahead. So, you know. I just feel like I, you know, that's just my my thought process of that. We as women have to get that that concept out of our mind, thinking that because your child, because children are manipulators, they are major manip- manipulators. They will make you feel guilty because they're not because you're not centering your attention around them and them only. That is our job. And my thing is, if you raised your child right. And I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about children that are uh, that are of age and that can comprehend. So we're talking about 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Understanding you've been seeing someone and you introduce that person to your child. Hey, listen, this is my friend so and so. Now you don't leave your child with Mister So and So. No, my husband. I. It was a long time. And it had nothing to do with him. It was just me. Before I left my hu- my husband home alone with my child, a Nigga, very be home with them niggas anyway. Right. Niggas it was a long home. time. <laughs> it was a very long time before I even said, "Hey, I'm finna go to the store. Dude. Stay here with, you know, Demaris is in the room, or whatever of that nature." And half the time. Me and my husband has always like been together. I think the very first time I really left them alone, they got in their argument. So, so, so you know, with that is, being said, don't allow your kids to determine your, determine your happiness. No, so, but you still, I believe that you still need to take heed because sometimes children um, see things 
that we don't see because we're in love with someone, you know, and, and we see them on a different level. And you're right. You don't let them to control everything, but you do um, you do still take heed of, you know, that child's feelings about a person because you never know how they react to them when you're not totally present. And I mean, you could be in the bathroom, you could be in another room or whatever. It could be something that the child overheard them on the phone saying to someone right. or anything. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very cautious with different things. Of course, I always ask my daughter about um, if she's ever been disrespected or, you know, in any any way at all. So, Because I could, want to know. Could that be different because you have a daughter? Well, it could be, but it could be that, not. Because I think person. that with all children that yeah, you should be um, condescending in, in such a way. But um, some, um, some guys, like the older guy um, that I was telling you about earlier... He felt that um, because he was going to be in my life, he needed to be in my daughter's life as well. Okay, but you're not going to come in and try to manhandle or talk down to her. You're not going to disrespect her. You're not going to degrade her. You know, it's like I see. It's like he wanted to, like, oh, when he want to be all lubby dubby with her, then it's like, oh, you want to go to McDonald's? You know, let's go get this treat or. Let's go cook this or let's go cook that. You know, and they would do things together. And that was fine with me because that gave them time together to interact so that they could, you know, feel comfortable Uh with one another. Now, I was still present. Don't get me wrong. But just to see them involved together. But however, when he's like, no, she's not going to. She don't need to eat this because she's going to grow up to be fat. Nigga, you fat. Mm. Your daughter is fat. She is still growing. She's not going to be fat. So if she wants to eat something, she can eat it because that's the way that I raise her. Mm -hmm. Feel free to whatever I have in the household. If you want to eat, eat it. But I know that she's not one that just sits there and indulges, you know, constantly. And so you have to know your child. So she's not going to just eat just because it's there. She's eating something because she wants it. It's, you know, and she w- wants to enjoy it. So, of course. I just think, like, even when, I don't know, maybe it's just us as how we groom, right? As as people, as black people, I don't know. I don't know. But I just know as, uh, yeah, because he's tearing up the uh, puppy pack. Nipsey, chill. But um, I just know, like, even when, Nigga be like, oh, let me take her to McDonald's and stuff like that, or let's do this together. It just in our mind, like, what's up with him? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it, and is that different? Because if it was a, if she had, if it was a boy, then nigga would be like, nigga would be thinking like, oh, what's up here? Oh, he's just trying well, to get back that. in the day, but now it's like, oh, mm. what? And what y'all did? Mm. And he took you to McDonald's and what he said. Mm. You gotta ask about questions. Yeah, you gotta everything. you gotta you gotta be with with all that has been said in that sense. Yes, you still have to be conscientious, but once again, the key word is children. Right. The key word is children. The Bible says you are of age at 13. Mm. So once again, and then you and then you do have people 
who go up go up upon those those laws of the Bible be like, well, she, she good at 13. So you got, you know, you have to crazy. You have to be you you have to be and you have to be mindful of your children, but you also have to be mindful of yourself because once again, if you're not health he- healthy emotionally, you're not healthy happy if you're not happy those things you cannot effectively raise your child because what you're going to end up doing is raising your child and I'm 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 literally going through that since right now with someone that I know but you you are you you make your children miserable because you're miserable you'll do things you'll make your daughter your son miserable cuz you're miserable and when I say son or daughter, I'm talking about of age child, because at one point there's different stages mm-hmm. in this thing. At a certain age, you my child. At a certain, excuse me, at a certain age, you my baby. Right. At a certain age, you become my child. At another certain age, you become my young adult. And then sooner or later, that's my son. Mm. That's my daughter. That's good. You of age now. You are my son. You're not my husband. You're my daughter. You're not my wife. And then it's still in that sense. You don't even look at it as a daughter because you're still my son. You're still my son. You still you still my child. Hey, somebody should pay you to do that. You're doing <laughs> good. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. But you should you you're you're my son. Or you're my daughter. So at this point, it ain't because guess what? They don't want you telling them what to do, who to see. Oh, mama. You can't, you mama, that's, that's who you are. Right. What makes it different? At once again, I'm stressing an of age, understanding, comprehending child. You, at some point you have to be, because if, because my thing is, if you disrespecting me with now, it don't matter who come in my circle, you still going to be disrespectful. You still gonna act up, so it doesn't matter the person. I don't give. I don't care about. Oh, you chose, honey. I chose me. He is what adds to my happiness. I chose me. I didn't choose you. There are things that he can do for mama that you can't do for mama. Hello. <laughs> well, you and, go ahead. I, I just want to kind of um, break this up in, into something else that's still along with the um, a woman and her man. Um, one of the biggest things that I have a problem with is um, I see a lot of, um, I'm going to say especially young folks, but they're not the only one because you got some old ones that's just as immature as, as can be. But um when they get to dating um, certain guys, here it is, the government give you food stamps to make sure that those children have something to eat, you know, based off of your income. And they're going and buying these kids hot dogs and Roman noodles, and they're buying these men steaks, lobsters, and um, anything fancy, crabs, you know, anything that's going to make them feel standoffish. And it was funny because somebody said, yeah, they say, um, go grab them steaks for your dad. They ain't even at y'all damn daddy. 
and you feeding him like a doggone king and you throwing scraps to your children side side note that's a lot of mistakes that women make too too that is that that is a lot of mistakes that women make too they 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 treating peasants like kings yeah so when they finally do get a king he bypassed them because you're treating them like a peasant you don't you don't you don't burned out all of your stuff because you're treating joe blow like your boaz you you can't you you can't and then and women gotta stop doing that too how you gonna teach your if you are a single woman how you gonna teach your son how he should be expected to be treated by his woman on based upon how you treat him my son is a spoiled brat he really is because there are so many things that i have done but i don't do no less for him for my husband than i do for my son my my husband is spoiled my my son my my husband is very spoiled but guess what I when my son is in was in the household I treated him the same side side note I have OCD I like stuff done a certain way so it's very minimum that I allow let me say that again that I allow my husband or son to do because I don't, I, don't, I ain't got time to check behind you so I'll just do it myself those things include the chores of my home. It's very seldom that my husband cook. It's very seldom that my son cook. I like to fix plates a certain way. Ask my husband if he fix plates. So, back to what you were saying, though. Yeah, about them um, sitting up there just right. blowing their food stamps on a man. Right. And then for those that are taking the stamps and selling them, Instead of feeding these children that right. look like they're starving, going to their neighbors' time. houses and eating, oh, and not only that, um, how some of them, the guys don't even be in their life until it comes the first of the month when they get that check, mm. and it's like, yeah, you may see him with her for the first five days of the month, but once that money runs out, he runs out oh, too, <laughs> and then she knows um, children are there struggling. And again, with the food stamps, he may come around for a meal because you know, hey, the, the food stamps and, and the um the the first of the month check usually come like on two different days or whatever, you know, depending on where you fall at on it. But uh, he come back when he know that there's something for him to benefit on. I just don't like um seeing uh women, and I say women because women are mostly the ones that receive it to take care of the children mm-hmm. and instead of them taking care of the children they're taking care of themselves and a man that's her fault listen I'm talking sound, to him I know like, you're listening like, bitch, you're you sitting the out there <laughs> selling your stamps to get you some weed to get you some new weave you know you see them out there they gotta get the um the new weave in the hair they're gonna pay about four or five hundred dollars for that they gotta get these eyelashes that um Butterflying all the way up to the darn forehead. And you want to feed the children ballparks and treat feed this nigga steaks. Exactly. It's you the problem. And they're not even ballparks. They guatless. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. They are guatless. G W A N L. No, oh, why you know what that is? T L E Y. 
It's G W A N T L E Y because it's the truth. They bring their kids to school. They look like ugly queens, but the kids look like like how you just bring your child to school, look at any kind of way. Exactly. So, and then they come to school and and um, tell the teachers that they don't have to um, bring certain things to school because their mother said. That the teacher's gonna buy it anyway, so let them do it. Mm. What? Who? The, uh, she uh, don't what got struggling a job. teacher wanna? Yeah, what I mean, struggling yo, teacher wanna help yo, like, your child? You supposed to? You supposed to have pencils? Like if I don't got no pencil, then give me sure, a pencil. Never come to school funny, with school supplies. The funny thing was, um, <laughs> um a pencil, one of my daughter's friend's mother said, you to "Sign it out." She said that um, this parent came into the school and said. Do y'all know um, anywhere that's giving out um, free school supply? She said, I sure hope they're not. And she said, mm. the lady said, now, why would you say something like that? She said, why wouldn't I? Didn't the government just give you $300 for um, each child? Mm. So uh. why you couldn't afford no um, supplies with that? Didn't the government just give you like $1,400 a child is it, a is, few months back? Is that her place Everybody to say that? Everybody should have a vehicle. Is that, Nobody her, should be listen, is that her place to say that? It may not be her place. But she did need to be put in her Somebody place need to advocate for children. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. Somebody because need to advocate for children. I felt sorry for um none of the people. Well, I'm not going to say none of the people, but for many of the people that was like um supposedly getting evicted um and, and getting their lights turned off and stuff. They just gave you $1,400. How the hell? They paid your rent, paid your lights, and gave you money. Yes. You don't got nothing to show for it. Exactly. And then you see them with all this newness, newness on. And some of these women take it how you want to. But if you take that damn weave out your hair, that makeup off your face, and them butterflies off your eyes, mm. you look like somebody's jack ass. You're through. You're no, done. they don't. They look like giraffes. Don't give yeah. day. The gunk out of the day, <laughs> the living dead, the walking dead. What they, they look like a hot mess. I mean, but when you put all this stuff on, some they look so pretty. They really do. But take it off because it's all false hope. Mm. And instead of you trying to spend um, something on your children to make sure that they're good, you're trying to beautify yourself for somebody that if he really cared anything about you. You would be spending your money wisely. So, with all of that being said, ladies, you got to do better. You got to do better, not only for your children, but you got to do better for yourselves and stop depending on people sound to make like you me, happy. Sound like to me, bitch, you the problem, right? And stop depending on people <laughs> to make you happy. Stop depending on people to uh, yeah, make you happy. You can't do make that. Yourself happy. You got to right. you got to make yourself happy. Will Smith said That's it's long. not another person's responsibility to make you happy. And I'm going to add to that. What happens is is that people should be an addition to your happiness so you will know how to subtract mm. negativity. Oh, if you don't know how to add happiness, Preacher. you can't su- <laughs> you can't subtract negativity. So, you know, you Anybody that's in your life, they should be adding to your life. 
not taking from your life. So with that being said, no, it's no, been hey, a great, no, what, what, no, what great night know, here no, no, on no. the Gunshot State Podcast Network. Two perspectives. It's been a great, great, great time with family, with Lola, Lisa, and Jazz. Yes. My wonderful husband, Five, Mimi, and you know, like it has true. been great. But I want to leave you with this. Ladies, we have to it's practice self-love so we can be great queens that raise princes and princesses and to be uh, grow up to be queens and kings so they'll know how to treat their Offsprings. It's been a great one. <laughs> Shout out to the I don't know why she said it. I don't know why she said it. I'm not Make pressing sure the check button. Check out the I'm not, pressing, I'm not pressing the button. This is Make sure so you this check sucks. out the Four Sportsman podcast that drops every Monday. Make sure you check out the gunshots. No, no, See, so stop it. Bye. So stop it. So as she was saying, let me reiterate. Because this is my part. <laughs> she trying to do my job. <laughs> yeah, listen, I appreciate y'all. So stop. No, she didn't. So I appreciate y'all. I thank y'all for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. Baby, this was a great show. You was dropping a lot of jewels. Hope y'all, I hope everybody catch them. Pick them up. Put them on your neck, in your ears. She dropped a lot of jewelry. Y'all dropped a lot of jewels here. Talking to the women, you know what I'm saying? Sound like bitch, you the problem. But uh, we ain't gonna get on that. Um, like she was saying, four sportsmen podcast drop every Wednesday morning. Gunshine State podcast drop every Monday morning, and we should be getting this exactly all female podcasts going back up, right? No, cause this your job. Okay. So, but on that note, like I said, this is the uh, like she was saying. Two Perspective Podcast. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. GSPN, Gunshot State Podcast Network. Bang. So nice.